0: Temple of Geek Talkcast, episode 59, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash talkcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths
1: of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast,
0: your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Podcast, a show designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. (laughs) I'm your host, Daniel, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome! This show is released every week for your enjoyment. You can find this episode and more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using that wonderful thing followed by an at symbol, Temple of Geek. On this week's episode, we decide to talk about conventions. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) <laughs> because we're going to one tomorrow <coughs> leave this all in leave yes, this like... all <laughs> in so without further ado let me go ahead and introduce you to today's panel we have Katie Chelsea and Rooster welcome <laughs> hello Hello. Come on. so I just want to just go ahead and get right into it conventions guys aren't they a wonderful thing
2: yes Yes,
0: yes, they are. I mean, holy crap. It's the one time a year. Well, actually, it's like 15 times a year for me down here in Texas that you get to be a nerd and you get to be around other people that's just like you. And you don't have to pretend to be somebody else like I am at work all the time. I have to pretend to be this prim and proper guy that's not really a nerd guy that's into Star Wars and stuff. And that, you know, but I get to be who I am. And it's awesome. (laughs) It's like it's like nerdvana. It's hard to be it's
1: hard to be a geek though, man. Because you try to you try to talk to people about it, and uh, oh, I don't watch Star Wars or I don't get into that stuff. I don't understand it. Well, have you watched it? No, I haven't even watched it. What are you talking about? Then you, you don't even know. Why are you speaking on the subject now? I don't know. It just drives me insane.
0: Or they look at you cross-eyed when you're like, dude, during that one scene, did you see the poster on the wall that was of that one character from that one obscure <laughs> comic book that you never read? Yeah, yeah, awesome stuff.
3: Um, I like the but, face that people make when they go, "Oh yeah, like I just started watching this show and then you get all crazy and start or they say they like a show and you just start, "Oh yeah, like this this this, this and this." They give you that face and you're like, "Oh, y- are you not you're not that into this?" Just I'm just going to walk away. Bye. <laughs>
0: it's like, "Yeah, I watched the show called The Arrow." "Oh my god, it's the greatest show ever." No, I'm like, "Slow down, <laughs> lady. Arrow. I
1: just started watching it when yeah. they start walking away from I'm here. on the pilot first season.
3: <laughs> i'm like one of those people when you're in like a room and you hear somebody start talking about your fandom there's like the gif on tumblr that passes around of legolas popping up out of the snow and it's like when somebody mentions your fandom and then he just pops out of the snow
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of me i'm just like Woo-hoo, star wars let's do this so so I want to just kind of start off and just kind of go around the table, around the room, whatever you want to call this here, the virtual play set that we have here, and just kind of talk about conventions. So let's start on my right, Rooster. Awesome. Um, What cons have you attended? I have, I do live
1: in uh, Waco, so I get the luxury. Actually, Waco has a con every year in February, February or March. Uh so I get to go to two conventions. I get to go to the WacoCon, which is it's pretty fun for a geek. Uh not the biggest celebrities, uh, except for last year they or this year they actually had the um the you did an interview with her, my mind's blank right now. What's her name? Back to the Future Girl. Claudia Wells. Yeah, Claudia Wells. And uh actually she would have been the only one I wanted to see at that one. Um hacksaw Jim Duggan came to that one. Uh I did see uh the year before last, uh Vern Troyer was there. Many of me and I did get Nichelle Williams, uh, Star Trek, autograph. Fun fact
0: about Vern Troyer—he had like this m- medical emergency, and I was standing next to him when they were wheeling him out on the stretcher. You were there,
1: man. I yeah. was there too. I watched them carry him like like a little baby out to the stretcher, and they were blocking off the island. Like, you can't go that way. Like, I'm, a- <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it's what it was. I mean, he was having a medical emergency, and
0: you don't realize how short that guy yeah. is. He is.
1: He I've is seen short. him
3: in person. I know what he looks like.
0: Oh. So, I mean, when Rooster said they're carrying him out like a baby, I mean, that's probably not an exaggeration. I didn't see them carrying him out, but I saw him on the stretcher and they were like pushing us all away and stuff. Yeah. It was people were being rude, snapping pictures. Yeah. Like, okay, that's going too far. Yeah. But sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good,
1: man. Um, uh, like I said, I did get in the show. And that same con that, I, that Vernon was at, uh, Vernon Troyer was at, and then the show was there. Also, uh, Jeremy Bullock was at that one and uh very nice guy man he is he is a very um easy to talk to happy to talk about his uh um, star wars adventures even though he was in what the return of the jedi like for 10 seconds Uh, he wasn't in it for very long i mean he had the whole few scenes but uh you know just him in the costume he was also an empire
0: yes he was just just, just throwing that out there (laughs) star wars encyclopedia (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, but uh that was that was cool. That those those the Waco cons. And then I also uh do the Dallas fan days as well. This would be this is gonna be my third one uh is is many years and um I don't wanna hog up all the air, but uh I've got many autographs. Dean Kane, Laura Vandervoort was who was Supergirl in Smallville, uh, bitten. Uh funny story about that, I went to get her autograph and she is as thick as a stick, dude. She is like a stick figure. I mean I, she is skinny, skinny, skinny. I don't know how they make her look so buff in like the TV shows where she's kicking everybody's butt, but in person she is really skinny. And it was kind of weird because I went up to her. I said, "Hey, how you doing? Loved your work in Smallville." Uh, and then somehow um, it drifted off. And so, uh, how is it working with Tom Welling? And uh, do you see Tom? Uh, do y'all hang out at all? And she's like, "Well, we we met up at a at a um, indie rock convention, and we didn't talk. We just saw each other." But it was—I think she was kind of getting annoyed because the conversation went from her into to, to Tom Welling.
0: I was going to say that it's like,
1: "Hi, you're cool, <laughs> but I want to know about your co-star." Exactly, I hate
3: that.
1: I know, and I—I I, I was just in shock, you know, because I'm super fan, and I don't know what to say. And you know, I, I commended her, commended her on her work on on Bitten, and I asked her about the new Supergirl, and she said she would love to be a part of it. And actually, she was. she was. She was. indigo, and uh, that was very like three episodes. She did a good job doing that, and uh, Dean Cain was super cool. Uh, also, Smallville—he was in Smallville for a little while, but um, he, is, and super he cool. is in the Supergirls, the dad, and he's very—he was the nicest guy. I uh, got to talk to him. He said his—I uh, told him my name. I, my um, birth name is Roger, and uh, uh, he goes, "Oh, my brother's name is Roger. They used to pick pick on me when I was a little kid, and you know, just you know, beat me up and stuff." I'm like, "Well, I guess I guess you're the one smiling now, ain't you?" Uh, And he said he's, like, way bigger than all of his brothers now. I said, well, Superman grew up, I guess. But super nice. Dean Cain was awesome. He was one of my favorites to talk to.
0: Awesome. Chelsea, what about you?
2: Uh, My first convention was San Diego Comic-Con. 2011. She's like,
1: my first convention was San Diego. (laughs) Yeah, the biggest mother mother of them all.
2: You can't get into it now. But um, the coolest thing that happened there was... There were a lot of Jesus protesters there. Mm, Like that's everything. Yeah, exactly. And I was, I was making fun of them, and I was cracking jokes to my friends. And there was this man in front of me who you could tell was just laughing at what I was saying. And it ended up being uh, John Noble. (laughs) And (laughs) and everyone kept elbowing me like, like, like he's right there, he's right there. I'm like whoo whoo, and I finally realized who it is, and I was just like, completely shocked. That's and awesome. then he crossed the street, but, um, <laughs> and then he walked away and then he walked away, but he was laughing at my jokes. So that was fun. And, uh, I saw Zachary Levi. Oh, yep. I saw Zachary Levi, like on my way to the bathroom and he just said, good morning. And I said, good morning, very casually. And then once again, he walked away,
0: <laughs> but and then you went to the bathroom and started the and then
2: I Yeah. I freaked out a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's really about it. Cause at that, the thing is at those big conventions, you don't really get to meet anyone yeah. because everyone is so far away. Like
0: the, and isn't it also like a lottery type thing for yeah. getting to get in those lines?
2: Yeah. If, if you ever do want to get an autograph or anything, um, it's a very much a lottery. Although the second year I went, I got to meet Nathan Fillion, which was I mean, nice. You got to go two years. I did go. I, <laughs> but then I got two years and then that was it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it it got worse the second year. It was like you had to, you had to sleep on the sidewalk at like 11 PM the night before to be able to get in to the ballroom. So it's a commitment. Like you get no sleep when you go to that convention. So, uh, I prefer the smaller ones like Kamikaze in LA, WonderCon, which is now in LA, but it's supposed to be in Anaheim. (laughs)
3: It's going back to Anaheim. They just did it in L.A. this year because of the construction.
2: The, the construction. Good. Yeah. Um, I like those ones a lot better. They're easier to get tickets to see people. And you, once again, it's a lottery system. Like, it's not. I guess Kamikaze, you could probably pay for stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And Kamikaze is where Katie and I really bonded this past year. So oh, that's bonding. good. Yeah. We, sh- yeah. we shared a spam. hotel room we shared wow. a hotel room and we like ap- didn't know each other very well at all nope but we ended up like talking all night about fandom stuff and mm-hmm. so it was cool
1: so how did you cool. get the hotel room together if you didn't know each other oh really? uh,
3: well i mean we knew each other but cuz we they just, just weren't close friends we just friends. weren't close friends like we had uh, mutual friends and yeah, i was staying down but, there already and i asked her if she wanted to but now, to
1: now stay. they're buffies now they're buffies mm-hmm. just Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Katie what about you
3: um, my first convention was comic con in 2008 I went for one <sighs> day I know I know I'm not gonna tell you why I went because it's like kind of embarrassing um, I went for one day I went on a Thursday. Was it Thursday yeah the first day and my sister and I went it wasn't as busy as, as it is now like I would I'm not even trying to go to comic con anymore like Chelsea was saying um, but I've been to, let's see, every year now for the past five years, I go to Supernatural Convention. So I do that, which is just only Supernatural for four days in Las Vegas. Um, I've been to Kamikaze once, Long Beach Comic Expo once, NerdCon once, and D23, which is the Disney convention that they only do every two years in Anaheim. Um I still need to go to WonderCon. I missed it this year, but I want to go really bad. Um, let's see. Uh, I met... Oh, one of the, the coolest thing that happened at Comic-Con when I went was uh, we got into Hall H. This is before you had to sleep outside. <laughs> so we jumped into line for Hall H for the panel that we wanted to go to. And we ended up getting in right at the end of that Chris Evans movie called Push. Mm-hmm. that movie with yeah. Dakota Fanning? Um, We got in right at the tail end of that panel, so I got to see like a hot second of Chris Evans as he was leaving the stage. And then <laughs> while we were sitting in there, Hugh Jackman came out and showed us the first preview for uh, Wolverine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, for X-Men Origins Wolverine. So the first solo. Oh, the worst the one. Fir- the, yeah. <laughs> the solo that he did. But that was really cool, so I was in the same room as Hugh Jackman. And then we watched the panel that we were there for. It was an absolute nightmare. Like, I don't, I hated, I hated that panel because you couldn't understand anything anybody was saying because there's too much screaming going on. Mm-hmm. It was awful. It was for the first Twilight movie. That's why we were Oh,
1: there. God. This is why there's a lot of screaming.
3: Yes. Uh. So anytime the camera got anywhere close to Robert Pattinson, like, 3000 girls would just start screaming and then they'd ask him a question and you're like, Oh, so your answer is screaming <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear anything. Um, we ended up staying in there for a long time, seeing a whole lot more panels than we had anticipated. Um, the rock was there for, I think when he did the remake of uh, escape from which mountain, mm. is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. And somebody asked him a question about one of his old movies, but pronounced, but said the wrong name of the film. And he corrected him in front of like 5,000 people. So it was really funny. He was like, oh, you mean this movie? And
2: he said the right name. And the guy was like, uh, yeah. People who ask questions at conventions always ask the worst questions.
1: Uh, like, what kind of conditioner do you use?
2: Yeah, no,
3: that was like, that's like one of my biggest complaints about questions. So at Supernatural Convention, um, they've actually gone to kind of a lottery system also for asking questions now, because you can't, I mean, it's the type of convention where you can't like wait in line and sleep or whatever, because it all takes place in one room at the hotel. And um, when that particular person's coming up, a lot of people would like run and get in line. And maybe the person would get through five to 10 questions per side. Um, But now they've gone to uh, you put your name in a hat and they pull out 30 names, 15 people for each side for two panels. So for Misha Collins, who plays Castiel, and then for the Sam and Dean or like Jared and Jensen panel, um, I got picked this year for the Misha Collins panel, which was awesome. Um, But The Jared and Jensen panel, he got, they got their maybe five questions on each side because people ask those stupid personal questions that I hate. The ones that are like, so I'm thinking about going into acting and I was wondering if you had any um, thing that you could tell me that would help me like get into acting. And we're like, nobody cares. Ask a question about the show. Every time. I was getting ready to ask
0: Kevin Smith this weekend. Like. (laughs) Hey, can you give me some pointers on podcasting?
3: That would be okay. Because there are other people who podcast. That's a different.
0: I'm thinking about getting into podcasting.
2: <laughs> don't plug. Don't Come to it podcast. like that.
3: <laughs> don't, don't do that. I hate it so much. I hate it when people ask questions like that. Um worst. I think when we went to the smaller conventions, like I hardly go to panels, depending mm. on what they are, because some of the panels aren't that great. Um, at Kamikaze, I got to go to the All That. Chelsea and I went to the All That reunion. Which was really cool.
2: That was really fun.
3: Um, And we saw Stan Lee talk, which was nice. Um, But I think... You better milk that as much as you can. I care. know. But I heard that like this la- this is the last year that he's traveling to conventions.
0: Yeah, so that's why I'm kind of... He's, he's going to be at Dallas yeah. this weekend. So I'm kind of debating if I should go see him one last time. Yeah. Because the, the last time I saw him, it was kind of a rush deal. Because the convention ended like three hours ago and we were still in line. And he was still signing everybody's autographs oh, to wow. get us through the line. Oh, man. Did you get one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a photograph with him. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think he's just going to start doing only his convention, Kamikaze, in L.A. That's the only convention he's going to go to from now on after he finishes this last round of traveling. He's getting up. He's he's old. That's good to know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I might have to go after his autograph this year or tomorrow. Well, I'm Uh, glad you brought up the question thing because that was actually going to be my next question to you guys was what do y'all feel is like the worst part about the convention experience? Um, I'm assuming with you, it's those dumb questions.
3: Um, I mean, it's the dumb questions and then the, um, oh my God.
0: Little kids excluded.
3: <laughs> the little kid questions are cute, so that doesn't count. But I'm trying to think of like, I hate dumb questions that are asked in a room full of people and they kind of like waste everybody's time. That's why I like the celebrities that don't, like uh, Mark Shepard and like John Barrowman. if somebody asks him a stupid question they're like no like I'm not going to answer just sit down like Mark Shepard will tell people just to go sit down he was like no I'm not answering that and he'll make him go sit down but
2: I don't know I just hate dumb questions during panels
0: what about you Chelsea
2: uh, for me it's the sore feet uh, from standing all day my god yeah <laughs>
0: Maybe- I bought me some awesome shoes
2: Good, because, yeah, I've, I've now developed plantar fasciitis, where it's, like, making it impossible for me to stand longer than six hours, which sucks, because that's what I do for work, so. oh, it's
0: funny, like, we're really showing our nerdum here. It's like, plantar fasciitis, I got t- ton- <laughs> carpal tunnel syndrome.
1: I know.
3: It's like, <laughs>
0: I also got acne. I was going to slaughter
1: disease in my knees. Right.
3: Oh, God. But the standing yeah. was awful for kamikaze.
2: Because all the panels yeah. were stand-only yeah
0: and the way the lines right well we went
3: there was one day where we went from spending eight hours or something at the convention and then we went to the party right after and we stood at club nokia for the big concert that they were doing
2: after that we were there from like what like nine eight ten a.m. to like three i don't know how late were we there oh my god like like one in the morning two in the morning
3: yeah, I wanted
2: to die. We, we all got to the hotel room and just pat, like fell on the floor.
0: <laughs> we did something very similar two years ago. Uh, we met Stacy at uh, Dallas Comic Con. Um, I drove from my hometown, which is two hours away from Dallas. Drove up there, got there by the time the convention opened at 10. We stayed from 10 to 7 when the convention closed. Went and had dinner, and then we went to the party at 8 o'clock. And we stayed up to the party until 2 o'clock in the morning. And then I had to drive back to my hometown. Yeah, hell no. <clears throat> it was not... A fun experience
3: that's why we that's why i ended up staying in la because i live like an hour and a half depending on traffic from los angeles there was hell no i wasn't going to be driving home doing that for three days mm-hmm. It's not happening
0: rooster what do you think is the worst part about conventions? well
1: for me uh my whole thing about going to conventions and uh i i i feel like everything is such a in a rush because you know, you have you're in line for autographs and all of a sudden they have to jump out of the signing autographs to go do a photo op at a certain time. So I don't really go to the panels or anything like that because I feel like everything is uh, I feel like if I don't my ADD in me feels like if I don't get out there and get what I want, then I'm not going to get it. You know what I mean? I think the worst thing that I've experienced at the cons is uh, the unorganizing, how unorganized they some of them are like to me. The con last year was unorganized and it was very aggravating. Uh, I got in the Stanley line and I swear I was in there for at least an hour and a half or two hours. I was like a quarter of the way from the end and, um, a uh, guy goes, Hey, did you get your ticket? And I go, what ticket? And he's like, Oh, you have to get a ticket over there. Then you come and stand in line and then you might get an autograph. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I've been standing here for almost an hour and a half. He goes, no, no, no. You got to get out of line, go get the ticket.
0: And I just said, screw it! I'm not even going to wait in that. But yeah,
1: that's, hell that's no,
3: cool. hell no! I've been so they started, pissed.
0: They started issuing out tickets for Nathan Fillion that same year that he's talking about, and I went and got my ticket. But then I looked at the line; it was like a three hour wait. I was like, no, no,
2: yeah,
0: the ticket just got you in
2: line. Yeah, that's it. Although he's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I would agree, but they did There was no signs posted or nothing like that saying, "Hey, go get your ticket first before you," because every other celebrity there, except for Princess Leia, who was there last year. Uh, uh, Carrie Fisher, um, she, they had, she had a white board and you got to pick one of those raffle tickets that had a number on it. And it had between this number and this number. Uh, those are the only ones they're signing. And if you're lucky enough to be in those numbers, then you can get an autograph. And I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Um, and same thing with, um, uh, agents of shield, um, the, uh, the tough lady, the, I don't even want to throw out any races. Ming-Nung-Wing. Um, yes, she was there last year, and she had a awesome line. And it was funny because the Green Power Ranger came out, and he was, like, pumping his arms, and everybody was yelling. And then she stood up and started throwing her hands up at her fans and trying to get in this yell contest, you know. And um, But last year I, I was really disappointed because, I, I, like I said, I got my Smallville autographs, but um, I didn't get – I wanted Carrie Fisher's autograph. I wanted Stan Lee's autograph. Uh, Burt Ward and Adam West were there, and I had mixed emotions about them. Um, I, and I guess the other thing I mean, we're talking about things that piss us off. I was in like in walking around, just trying to get far away snapshots with my cell phone, and I didn't notice it. But their minions that they have guarding their booth was all like flailing about, like the the car sales balloon character that's just. You know, flopping around. They didn't want you taking pictures of them. I'm like, I'm 20 yards away. Who cares?
3: They do that. They were doing that with um when we went to the the comic and sci-fi thing where Haley oh. Atwell was doing autographs. Um, we were standing like off to the side, like taking pictures and every now and then one guy would like move and he'd like casually move in front of her
2: and then he'd move out of the way. And I'm like, I'll wait till you move, bro. I'm still getting this picture. (laughs) I just moved. I I moved somewhere else and took more photos.
1: I I got it down to where I had it. Like I was talking on the phone and I had my video on and I would just walk through the line just position my head to where I thought that it would be a good picture. And then I would just take my my snapshots off the video. And that way I had a picture of him.
3: He's it's like, casually takes photo. Yeah. Oh, crap, Flash! <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: when, when, when I meet up with you tomorrow, Rooster, I'll, I'll teach you how to get pictures. Yes, yes, tutelage totally, totally is what I need
1: for these things. Yeah. Uh, one of the most, um, I think, embarrassing moments for, the, uh, uh, for me at a con to con not for me, but actually for the actor, was um, Brandon Routh was staying in our hotel that well i got there stacy got the room and he was there before me and i go upstairs and he goes dude you'll never guess who's on our hotel i said who he goes brandon Routh. i just saw him i said are you freaking kidding me and you didn't say nothing he goes i just froze up well <laughs> after we went, after we went to the con we are down at the hotel bar and we we're having some drinks and we we're chilling and we're hanging out and i'm sitting there and i see stacy come into the uh come in the door and he he's just got the, his face is red and it, it was like he said booster Get your phone and get out of here now. And I and I automatically knew what it was. And I got my phone and I walked out there and Brandon Roth is standing there and I dropped to my knees and this whole I'm not worthy. Dude, this whole uh I'm not worthy. <laughs> and I roll over to my side and I said, Man, I'm so sorry, dude. I apologize. I'm a huge fan and I'm just an, I'm starstruck and uh oh my you God. know it was crazy. And he took pictures with me and Stacey. And then after he took the pictures with us, we felt kind of bad because, you know, people pay him at the con for these pictures. Yeah. You know, that's what he's there for. And I said, dude, I promise you, I will be in your line 10 a.m. to pay for the, uh, you know, an autograph. So I got a 8x10 glossy with his autograph on it. And oh, he goes, hey, cool. you're the guy from the hotel. I'm like, yeah.
0: He goes, <laughs> all right. See you later. <laughs> you know, it was just, it was cool though, man. We had a good time. One of the things I hate at conventions. I love cosplay. Cosplay is great, but I'm so tired of seeing where's Deadpool.
2: <laughs> oh God!
0: And then some of them try to act like Deadpool, and it gets really annoying. Yeah, yeah. And every time I take a picture, I always look at the pictures, and I see in the background there's a Deadpool in a picture, and it's just oh my God, come up with something else.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> like there's groups of them. Oh yeah. my God, they're they, everywhere.
0: Like, I mean, Deadpool's a great character. Great character. But some of their costumes <laughs> look like they just bought them out of like a Halloween. Yeah, yeah, store. Halloween costume with the Yeah. Now I don't mind the Deadpools that actually took a little bit of time and built their costumes and stuff, but you know, I don't know. I just Deadpool cosplay, not my thing.
3: I get tired of Harlequin.
2: Yes. Uh-huh. The Harlequin
3: cosplays because I see so many at conventions that I just I'm over it.
0: And prepare. You're going to see a lot more. Now I know. Out, oh, yeah. yeah.
3: I just, I can't. There were just so. Like, I see
0: a ton of Deadpool tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah
3: you'll, there was like tons at the last convention that I was at at Long Beach. Oh, my God. There's Deadpools and Harley Quinns everywhere.
1: <laughs> I like I like the uh, the costumes that I don't really know who they are because they might be, uh, um, you know, an anime character. I, I just like the creativity of of the costumes, but I'm like you, you know. When I see one that you know you get from a Halloween shop, you're like, dude. I mean, I get that you're dressed up for the Comic Con, but if you're gonna dress up, man, be creative with it. You know, I mean, we're here, we're here. I mean, it's it's all fun. Don't get me wrong. Use the Halloween costume as a basis and yes. then add on to it or something. Yeah, but yeah, especially Deadpool. You're right, man. You think we're gonna see
0: any uh, Gwynpool this year?
2: Probably. I seen I- one
0: last year not last year i guess it was february when i went yeah i saw one in february
3: i like seeing um cosplays that are like uh that are older from like older fandoms like i like seeing um oh my god like back to the future cosplays are good um like older movies like oh future. my god i like seeing the bill Clark and ted bill and ted cosplays make me happy who's bill and ted what i'm just kidding i was like i'm gonna slap you <laughs> uh-huh. wild
0: stallions
3: i like seeing buffy too when we were at kamikaze mm-hmm. remember we were standing in the lobby chelsea and then that g- <laughs> we were waiting for our friend because she was talking to somebody else and I, I looked over and i was like oh my
2: god it's spike and he there looks was this, really good he looks
3: so good and i was like can,
2: can we can we take your photo because i just sort of fanned over here so i feel like i need to take your picture and he had, like, the... Well, he was having an accent. Like, he did he did the full thing. The nail polish. It was
3: amazing. Like, Made me so happy.
2: Well,
0: I guess while we're here on this subject, Chelsea, what's your favorite cosplay that you've seen at a convention? Like, out of all the conventions you went to, you just saw one that you were just like, wow, this is amazing.
2: Oh, God. Um, I mean, I'm a huge fan of, like, the Firefly ones. Like, especially when people hand make Kaylee's dress. Like, her big poofy pink dress those are always really good um i like i used to like some of the hybrid ones like the star wars hybrid but now it's just old like the people a lot a lot of times do the disney princess star wars hybrid costumes but katie and i are like really sick of those now
3: if I see another slave princess, <laughs> I'm a I'ma I'm hurt myself. I'm so tired of seeing them. Like I don't wanna see the it was cute when it started.
2: But I and like Now like, it's a not... Han Solo the Han Solo like, mashups ones. are cool. Those are nice, but the slave princesses are I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. Over those.
3: I'm over it. Let's see something different. Now I saw some really cool like Jedi Disney character mashups. Like I saw a Jedi Goofy and that was badass at D twenty three. And it was was like a a, a Jedi Mini and a Jedi Mickey. They were amazing. Like, they put some real thought and dedicated a lot of time to making those costumes. Amazing. And they just all happened to be Disneyland cast members also, which was really funny. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Rooster, what about you? Out of all the costumes, which one do you think was your favorite?
1: I think last year, um, the one that caught my eye, obviously, I I like all of the uh, different spins on all of the... um, uh, Stormtroopers and the Bobo Fets and all the, the whenever the uh five oh first are there, um, those guys really put a lot of effort in their costumes. I love effort put in costumes. But I think the one that got me last year was there was actually a group of people and they came dressed as uh, the Kingdom Hearts characters, the video game. I don't know if you. That's cool. Yeah, and and they had the key, the big keys. And in- hello, <laughs> yes, I know about. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know about the uh, the other um, uh, panel. Guests, but um, I like Kingdom Hearts. It's a very fun game. Back whenever uh, uh, the Xbox was, you know, still cool to me. Square Enix, if you're listening to this, please release part three. <laughs> uh, but that group of people, they actually they put their their they probably spent a lot of hours on those costumes, and it was just cool. They were walking. They already had a lot, like like Devin here, and they were confident in the. But they were they were a little big. I don't know how they were because I couldn't tell. But they just had this confidence to them, and their costumes were really cool. And I, that was an awesome thing to see. You know, um, those guys that put uh, all the effort into their costumes, those are always my favorite. I, I don't like just oh, it's, like me. I'm just gonna put on my Superman T-shirt, and that's my extent of dressing up. You know, I'm not trying to you know win any wars. I'm just there for my enjoyment and get what I want and go. But I like seeing hard work on people's cosplay costumes. Katie, go!
3: I love the Captain America and Agent Carter cosplays. Those are my favorite. I saw um, so the Marvel Report and um, the Assembly oh. of Geeks, and then um, the Agent Carter podcast. Uh, The people from that group, a lot of them are really into cosplaying and they put a lot of time and a lot of effort into making them as authentic, their costumes as authentic as possible. Like there was a girl who um, she wore the red Peggy dress, the red dress, and it was like if she basically stole it from the movie, like it was so amazing. I love I love those ones. And I really love I, I love Captain America cosplays as long as they're good like if they put some real time and some real effort into them um especially if it's like world war ii cap Mm. those ones are good i like those but you know i love captain america so
0: i want to take a break right here to talk to you about our sponsor audible.com audible is offering a free audiobook download for you the listeners of temple of geek podcast with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service ready player one by ernest klein is a book that kept me so engaged i did not want to stop listening in the year 2044, James Holiday dies and with his death, a contest begins to hunt for his Easter egg that he has hidden in his most popular game, the Oasis. The first person to find this egg will inherit all of Holiday's wealth and full control over the Oasis. This story is filled to the brim with 80s pop culture references. Also the book is wonderfully narrated by the one and only Will Wheaton. You need to get this book before the movie comes out in 2017. You can head over to audibletrial.com forward slash podcast to get that free title now, or you could choose from over 180 other thousand titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Awesome.
3: Today. Today. Right
0: Dizzle. now. Right Dizzle. now. All right. So we talked about cosplay. We talked about favorite moments. We talked about yeah stuff that we don't like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I want you all to think back to all the cons that you've been to. What was the? I can't say the best, but what was your favorite celebrity that you finally got to meet? What, what what was the one person that you were just so excited that you finally got to meet him, and and he was he or she was everything you just wished, or they turned out to be what they were. I mean, just they were you were starstruck. Let's start with Rooster. I'm going to assume that you're talking about Brandon Round. <laughs>
1: you would assume correctly. Uh, it was everything that I could ever dream of. Uh, very nice guy. Uh, but it, that, that not only it's it's a weird triangle because in the same instance we we met Brandon Roth very nice guy but at the same time uh, we get up the next morning and we're sitting downstairs and right next to us to my right is John Noble and he's having breakfast with his wife and we're trying not to be too uh, uh, fandom and but we keep I keep staring I can't help it but Stacy goes up. And I'm right behind him. Stacey goes up to the buffet where they have the eggs, the bacon, and all that stuff. And up there, while he's up there, is the, I can't call his name, but he is the sheriff on Eureka. And he also does the Maytag commercials. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, he's up there. Very funny guy. He, and Stacey's standing there, and he's standing there. And we make it a rule to not really, you know, bug them when they're, when they're in our hotel. And the guy looks at Stacey, and Stacey, they make eye contact, and the guy goes they never have enough bacon, do they? And so he goes, no, they don't. He goes, we should write a letter. He goes, we should write a letter. And <laughs> then they got their little bits of bacon and eggs, and they walked off, and it was just a cool experience because he initiated the conversation. Stacy was just standing there, and he's like, yeah, they don't ever have enough bacon. <laughs> but like I said, meet those instances, not necessarily meeting the people, but having that those kind of interactions with celebrities is – my favorite but yes, Brandon Roth was definitely my favorite attraction as to date is all the cons I went to.
0: Chelsea, I'm gonna give you a little time to think because it looks like you're still thinking. So Katie.
3: Oh my God, what about you? Um, it's so funny because like my favorite celebrity interaction wasn't even at a convention. Um, but at a convention, probably recently when I went to Long Beach Comic Expo, I got to meet Keith Coogan. He played Kenny Crandall in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. And I was walking by and I had been debating for since I decided I was going to Comic Expo um, of whether or not I actually wanted to meet him or not because he was my favorite character in that movie. And I was walking by his table and I happened to be dressed like the 11th Doctor so I was wearing like a fez and a bow tie and suspenders and I had my TARDIS backpack on. And he asked me, he was like, hey, what is with the hat? So I stopped and I was like, oh, I'm dressed like one of the doctors from Doctor Who. And I started talking to him and I told him that like that I loved the movie that he was in and um, that I was really excited to meet him. And he just out of the blue goes, the dishes are done, man. And I was like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> It God. made me so happy. Um, it was really excited to meet him. I felt bad because I like after he said all that, I talked to him for a little bit, and then I just sort of left. So I didn't like buy anything from him. You <laughs> just walked You're away. Like, Dang. <laughs> I mean, I said like I talked to him a little bit more, but then I just sort of left.
0: Right. Like, Thanks for taking wasting your time. Uh, I'll talk to you. Colin, later. Colin Ferguson was the guy that was
1: asking for more bacon. The Eureka yeah. guy. Just I'm just gonna know him as Bacon Guy. Now. guy. Yep, <laughs> bacon Guy. Maytag, either one.
3: I think. As far as like interactions go, because I'm I i have not met that many people at like non supernatural conventions. Other than like when I met people while working at Disneyland. So besides that, because that's where my favorite interaction with a celebrity came from was from Disneyland. When I got to meet Sean Astin, he was hilarious and such a nice man.
2: Anyway, Chelsea. Um, so. Dean Hagelin was probably my favorite. He tweeted out that he was going to be at a certain booth uh, with a friend of his who was an artist at Comic-Con. And so I, like, rushed over as much as you can rush over on the floor of Comic-Con because it's, like, wall-to-wall people. So you shuffled slowly. Yeah, I I very slowly just, you know. uh, (laughs) And... He was just standing there and my friend finally pushed me forward to go talk to him. And he was really, really nice. We uh, talked for probably like 15 minutes and uh, he took a picture with me. He signed a picture that I picked up um, because I knew he was going to be there that day. I don't know if you guys know who Dean Haglund is. He's Langley from uh, The Lone Gunman and The X-Files, the long Mm -hmm. blonde hair. But yeah, he was he was really cool. And I ended up meeting him. Again like a year later and he actually remembered me because I guess I was one because I was one of the few people to like go find him and and that, see hi. that's cool yeah um but the most unexpected one was uh when I went to Castlecon I uh I met the the one castlecon like the show yes, castle because I really like <laughs> the show castle <laughs> TV show
3: dedicated dedicated conventions right here
2: (laughs) it was great because it was only like you know a couple hundred people and um uh the the woman who plays the captain in uh like seasons four and five uh her name's penny johnson gerald and i wasn't really expecting you know anything from meeting her because i didn't really know much about her too much um but she ended up teaching a zumba class at the convention like that was the thing that she did at the convention And she was going around hugging everyone, like taking a minute to talk with them one on one. Um, And she was just so open and like just willing to like have a genuine, honest conversation with every single person there. And she was like one of the nicest people I've ever met at a convention, probably just in general, like meeting a stranger. She was super, super nice. So, yeah, that was probably my best experience. That is super cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that is.
0: Well, we're going to have to go on the flip side of this. Is there a celebrity that you all met that you just, after you met him, you just like, God, I can't stand that effer?
3: Not at a convention. Okay, you're going
0: to throw a story out there that's not a convention. Go ahead. (laughs) No,
3: I'm not. I'm not going to throw it out there. I'm just saying, like, I didn't meet. I met a band. Like, I went to the All-American Rejects concert, and then I met the band afterwards, and they were horrible. Who was the band? All-American Rejects. Oh, like the band, the actual band. The band, all band. America band. America. I met. Yeah, I thought you were,
0: like just at the concert. No, no, you met, like, no, One of the bands there. No,
3: no, no. I met the band. Like I met them, and they were all horrible. They were drunk, and some of them. It was just terrible. It was a terrible experience. It was a waste of ten dollars. <laughs> That's all I paid to meet them, but I hated it. But I haven't had a bad, like, celebrity interaction at, like, at a convention. Not even. I mean not personal interaction but uh one of the celebrities that was at supernatural convention about two years ago in vegas um he was taking alcohol from people in the audience which is stupid and he shouldn't have done it and somebody roofied him and so as the his panel continued the worse his behavior got and it was just a horrible overall experience for everybody because he was being overly vulgar and touching people and doing inappropriate things that he was... That would have been awesome to see I what you talking about. I mean, at a certain point, like, it was funny when it started, but then you started to realize that there was something wrong with him. Are you sure he really got No, ridden? he really did. Like, when uh, my sister and I were standing outside of the hall waiting for them to do karaoke and the one of the people that runs um the convention for creation entertainment was walking him out to go to his autograph line and he looked right at us and there was like nothing there like going on like his eyes were super bloodshot and there was just whoever he is as a person was just gone and then his autograph line took like six hours like to sign for maybe maybe 300 people if it was even that many it took hours and hours to sign autographs because he'd sign one and then like lose his attention span completely and he wrote some really awful stuff on people's pictures that they purchased like their photo ops and then um he wrote something really inappropriate on a post on a banner that they ended up um auctioning off like i remember that completely so i had nothing like <laughs> but he g- kind of got kicked off like he was supposed to come back the next day and they told him don't come back so they had it's to like this,
0: this banner that has a stick figure with balls yeah, on it we're gonna auction off for charity <laughs> pretty
3: much pretty much and they had to like tell people how to get sharpie off of pictures because the, like people that took photos with him earlier in the day like he autographed those pictures and they can't re they won't reprint them, so he ruined a lot of people's experiences and he actually hasn't been asked to come back. Oh, so, that's crazy. That'll yeah, do he apologized later. Like um, there was like he tweeted something out about how um he he felt really awful about what happened. He doesn't remember anything that happened, so it was very clear that something bad. Happened to him, but that's
1: how you give an apology is tweeted out because that, that's yeah. heartfelt. Yeah. Well, I mean, he wrote heartfelt. something really long the millions, and then took a of picture
3: people. of it and then tweeted it. It's not like he did a hundred forty oh.
0: character like he wrote something out and took a picture of it and then tweeted. it. Yes. Hashtag, hashtag, my bad.
3: Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs>
0: hashtag, I'm sorry. I mean,
3: <laughs> they were laying on the guilt pretty thick when they were walking him out because we heard the lady say like, "What would your daughter think about your behavior?" Like it was pretty, it was pretty brutal. I mean. As far as experiences at conventions go.
0: Wow. That's pretty awesome. Chelsea, yeah. what about you?
3: I don't have any bad experiences. I mean.
0: Ah, oh, you're a loser. Rooster. I know. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. She's having some bad always, podcast experiences right ooh. now.
0: There's always one. They're always the best. I, the worst ones are always the
1: best. No,
2: I, I I. don't know. I just haven't had a bad experience. If, if anything, they've been really quick. You're like, hi. And then you just Get keep it. going.
1: Move along, move along. That's, yeah, you feel like cattle?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the worst for me.
1: Nothing to see here. Rooster? Uh, The one bad experience that I witnessed, it didn't actually happen to me. It happened to Stacy. It was at the um, Heart of Texas Con here. And I hate to say who it is because I'm a super big fan. And they just did a bunch of uh, con. They just did a con in Houston. But it was uh, Ryan Hurst that played Opie on uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, no. Yeah, man, he it, it the the bad experience is it wasn't that he was bad, it was the fact that I felt like he was he felt like he was the biggest celebrity there and he acted like it. Um he had this really cute looking girl taking his money at the Heart of Texas Con, which I would assume it was his girlfriend because while he is um, you know, signing autographs for everybody, He's not even paying any attention to them. Uh, people are trying to ask him questions, and he's over here, you know, making eye contact with this girl and flirting and stuff. And somebody walks up, and he waves him over, and he signs his name and hands it. And he doesn't even look at him in the eye when he hands it back. He's looking at her when he hands it back. And uh, I can already see this is going bad. And you know, Stacy, you know, obviously, y'all know his his road that he's, you know, what he's doing now. And he, uh, Sons of Anarchy was a you know big thing to him, and he was excited and. Stacy started asking him some questions, and uh, he just said, nah, I'm just to get his autograph and go, because I can't... He It was just such a humble experience for us to see, you know, it's like, okay, well, you know, this guy came from what, uh, remember the Titans and some other movies to uh, Big Stardom and Sons of Anarchy, but in between there, he wasn't really all of that. So it's kind of like, you know, why are you acting like that? You know, just be happy. And, but he was being a real... He didn't want to be there. He was there for the money, you could tell. And it was kind of aggravating, as as a fan goes, you know. I
3: but, hate that. That's yeah. It's so rude.
1: It is. That's how I felt. That's how I took it. It was rude. You know, uh, you got so many people here that love Sons of the especially at that time, because he had just died on um, Sons. and <gasps> uh I'm just kidding. Uh, spoiler just alert. Kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Just kidding. But he had just, you know, finished his character and they had all these homages on YouTube. They had Jax and a couple others cutting his hair off and hugging him and they're all crying and you know, this behind the scenes stuff. And then that's what I pictured in my head, you know, him coming out, you know, talking about how great he was and how great the show was, but it, he was more interested in the girl sitting next to him than anybody, anything, and he rarely made eye contact with his fans, and I just thought that was it was rude. It's a good word.
0: I think my my worst Celebrity encounter was with uh, uh <laughs> Ward. Um, yeah, so uh, Bert Ward. I, don't I can see that. I've heard I've heard stories of Robin from Batman the television series.
3: Oh, and and yeah.
0: So my very first convention I ever went to. Oh no!
3: Like,
0: I didn't have a lot of money, so when Adam West and Bert Ward were there, I'm like, holy crap! I at least want to go up there and shake their hands and just say, you know, guys, you are awesome. So we got in line met adam west adam west was cool as hell i was like hey dude i just wanted to shake your hand and tell you i really loved your show it was really awesome and I, I love you on family guy And he's like oh family guy that's my favorite show you know and he goes they keep calling me back and i keep taking the jobs and i keep taking their money and he's just like telling us his fucking story and he was having a conversation with us i didn't pay him any money i shook his hand and you know we had a conversation it was really cool so i walk over to burt ward and i'm like saying the same thing hey man you know i I don't have the money for an autograph. I just wanted to shake your hand and say, you know, you were awesome on Batman. Da, 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 da. And he's like, yeah, cool. And he didn't even look at me. And I was like, you know what, you little son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, it's just like your buddy over here could take the time to talk to me. So the next year when I finally actually had money, I went back to Adam or uh, Adam West and I actually got his autograph and we had a little bit more discussion. So, but yeah, that's not really my worst experience. I mean, it's not really a bad experience. It's just. It kind of shows you the mentality of some of these celebrities they have. Yes. You know, Burt Ward really hasn't done crap since the Batman yeah. television series, but he acts like he's yes. this like awesome star and doesn't have time for his fans. It's yep. Very
3: dismissive, which is not okay because you have people that have traveled to see you.
0: And I don't mind blasting his name, Burt Ward, Burt Ward, Burt Ward. I, you know. <laughs>
3: I just I think that they should. I mean, without the fans, they would have nothing. They would have no career. They, you know, and they're fans of things too. So I don't understand why they would be so, like, some would be so dismissive of somebody who enjoys their work.
0: But the sad part about it is, you know, like you said, you know, he was being dismissive of, you know, my enjoyment of him. I, I will now have that mentality. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever I see him, I don't even want to even go near him. What? I don't. Yeah. And I ran into him three different times and I just. I don't care now. Yep. I would have loved to have gotten his autograph that first time or whatever. Or if he would have been cool with me, you know, it would have been cool. But now that he's done that to me, I'm just like, eh, you know, you're, you're nothing to me. See, I read it's he was bad. It. I read that he was
1: uh, like that at Comic-Cons. And they were at Dallas last year, him and uh, Adam. And I said, you know what? I, I'm going to put my money on my favorite you know the the people that I that I want to get cuz that would have been awesome to have the autograph but after I read that I'm like no I don't even want to go over there and try it cuz I don't even want to be Adam West is totally worth it I would get he'll, his he'll talk he talks to everybody and he's he's cool I would get his but not Bird. I mean I don't uh the one cool autograph I did get was Herschel from Walking Dead um actually after talking to him I wanted him to read me that I got I got it on uh his first appearance uh I think it's Walking Dead number 11 And I actually wanted him to read me that comic because his voice is so soothing. And he's such a.
0: Herschel, can you come over and read? Yeah, just. just, It's kind of like Morgan
1: Freeman (laughs) voice. I just want you to put me to sleep.
0: uh, Rooster. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) here we go. Uh, Let me lick the bed. All right. But look, Rick, (laughs) Uh, you can't stay here. You have to leave. But yeah, it was. um, He was very nice, too. And I really enjoyed Herschel. Um, He was good. And then, like you said, there was a girl in front of me, and she was all excited to meet him. And she got up to the line, and she and the guys like, "Okay, uh, what do you want a picture?" And autograph? She goes, "Oh, well, I don't have any money. I just wanted to, I just wanted to ask him some questions." And in my head, I'm going, "Get out of
3: the line! I'm in line for an autograph. <laughs> taking my time."
1: And, but you know, you know, I now start thinking about it as a fan. It's like you know, if I didn't have any money, I'd still want to meet the guy too, just like you did with Adam West and
0: Burt Ward. And so she asked some good questions, so I, I wasn't that mad about it. So it, it it was a good time. I guess we could finally end with out of all the cons you've all been to, which was your favorite and why let's start with Chelsea. I'm going to put you on the spot.
2: Why? <laughs> um, I guess it was the second comic con that I went to.
0: Of course it had to be San Diego.
3: Well, just okay. Faces.
2: Just because there was a firefly panel and it was the, um, the, like the 10th anniversary panel. And, not all of the cast was there, but a lot of the cast was there. And Joss Whedon made, like, a really awesome speech, and everyone stood up, and the entire ballroom stood up. So it was, like, thousands of people just, like, having this moment together. And that will always be my favorite moment ever from a convention. The rest of the convention was, like, okay, but that moment, like, made the whole thing worth it. <laughs> Staying up hours and hours and hours to be in that room, it was worth it
1: rooster uh i'm gonna have to go with the uh you know I'm, I'm trying not to repeat myself and be redundant but the it's okay to be redundant brandon Roth
3: is a cool guy well
1: it was my <laughs> first. <laughs> it you was my talk f- about him forever it was my first con my first con ever you know and uh so many cool things happened in my very first con you know out of the con in the hotel room
0: at uh, hotel
3: Ooh, hotel room. You were sharing before? I knew
1: this was coming.
0: Brandon Roth came over and party with <laughs> him. Promised
1: me. Oh, I promised him I wouldn't talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> no. Outside, Sorry, Brandon. Outside of the con, you know, at our hotel, we got to meet, like I said, uh, uh, Ferguson, Colin Ferguson, um, John Noble, Brandon Roth. Were, we're, we're like inches away from us. They're regular people eating. At the con, I see them as their character. When they're at the hotel, they're just regular people. And it was so. Much fun to see that you know that there are they are real people they actually eat real food and not magic, you know, like I thought they all eat magic you know um, they take rainbow colored shit yeah, and- yeah. taste the rainbow no uh, really <laughs> but that was my first con, and that will always be my favorite con uh at that con, like I said it was john noble uh Adam Baldwin was there uh MacGyver, I can't think of his real name was there for Stargate, I guess it was or Battle Stargates, which one is he in the stargate. stargate. Um, Christina, uh, the Terminator, the girl that played in all the Blood Rain movies, um, and she was the female Terminator and the, the uh, I can't think she's, anyway, she was there. very cool. Anyway, my first con was always going to be my favorite con. Until, I always say you're, you, you always remember your first. And I do. Until, uh, until another one comes better than that, my first one's always going to be my favorite. This one
0: coming up this week is going to be, oh, I'm sorry. Because I'm going to rock your world. Let's do it. Bro. Katie.
3: <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to have to go with. Supernatural convention. Because. It's. I mean. There's not. It's like all just one thing. Because of how much I love supernatural. Um, it's. All in one room. It's very intimate. The panels are typically really good. Um, it's the one opportunity you get to really be kind of immersed with people who feel the same way about the show that you do, because running into supernatural fans apparently is very rare, which I don't understand why since their fan base is so huge, but, um, being together with all of those people in, cause they go to the Vegas one. So in Vegas together with that party atmosphere, um, I mean, it's a lot of fun and i enjoy going back every year even though it's like ridiculously expensive compared to like a regular convention ticket because how much you pay depends on where you get to sit so the less you pay the crappier seat is in the room and it's a pretty big ass room is
1: it more expensive than daniel's ticket this year
3: um probably i mean depending on like because they do package wise so like if you pay like Front row in Vegas um, is front row center is like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and I don't think it's worth that much. I mean, what do you I like get going. for that? Just you to get sit in the front row. You get okay. So you get so the you pleasure get, of sitting in the yeah, front row. And
1: get, you get the sweaty towel.
3: You get no. You get front row seating. Um, your seat's reserved, and then you get all the autographs. Oh. Um, and then you get to go to the extra panel. That's an extra thirty minutes with the boys, and that's and you get to go to like the the concert and a cocktail party.
1: So there are incentives it's, for the fifteen hundred. There's
3: there's some perks to it, but I mean, I can go to the concert with my cheap ass ticket. I can just pay more money to go, and I can get autographs too but like all the money for that seat is coming for autographs and you don't get any photo ops included. Those are all extra. Um, the only thing that makes it bad is the price, but I love being there and being with my supernatural people, with my family,
0: Super- with, my peeps. Superna- with my, peeps.
3: Peeps. my peeps, my supernatural family. It's so much fun and karaoke is <laughs> worth it. That's so much fun too.
0: Well, talk Meisters. any final thoughts? uh final thoughts for me is if you guys ever
1: get a chance to go not you guys but the listeners out there if you ever get a chance to go to a con uh you have to go man it's an experience that you'll never forget um it doesn't matter what it is you can have fun at any con um definitely make sure that there's a con that um there's something there that's going to be interesting for you don't just oh a con let me show up because it might be an anime con and you don't know nothing about goku or nothing Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh for real, if you can get to one, go to one. You, it'll change your aspect on on. It'll put you in our world, and, and you'll kind of get what we talk about whenever we do our reviews and, and how we feel about things like that. So,
3: I'll show pay your respects to the artist alley.
1: Yes, yes. Go there. I am.
3: It is worth it. You will find so some it. of the uh, most amazing artists and prints that you could possibly imagine. Um, don't forget to bring money, <laughs> plenty of it, because it you're going to want to buy. Than- yeah. <laughs> Always. And they do they do custom custom pieces. So be prepared to spend lots of money. Yes, yeah, it's money totally with
2: worth you. it. It's totally worth it. I would say uh don't be afraid to meet people. Um yeah. especially if you're going alone. Uh my first my first year going to a con, I met up with a bunch of people who were fans of Bones. Yes, Daniel, I know. <laughs> um i met up with a bunch of people who are fans of bones and we end up having like a whole big dinner um and i actually am still friends with those people to this day like they're lifelong friends that i talk to all the time and uh yeah you just meet you meet the coolest people at conventions don't be afraid to meet people
0: kevin smith if you do listen to this episode i'm coming for you sunday
3: (laughs) I want to meet him so bad. He's so awesome.
0: There's, I can't wait to meet him. Have they
1: posted his number
0: on his autograph yet? Not yet, but I'm sure it's not going to be that expensive. Well, I'm
1: not going to be there Sunday, so I kind of want to leave you a little little dough so I can maybe get you to give me something.
0: We, we, we'll we'll, we'll talk, talk about it. We'll talk about we'll, it. I'll t- I'll, we'll talk. We'll get All together. Right. We'll, t- we'll get together. <laughs> And that wraps up this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast. I want to thank my panel for joining me on this week's discussion. All the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, geekcom If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at Temple Geek. Please head over to iTunes and Stitcher to rate our show, because, you know what, guys? We need your ratings. Please rate us.
3: <laughs> Please like us.
0: <laughs> so until next time... Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com
1: slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the Temple Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.